Blog Talk Radio. I like a brown babe. The color is so sweet. Like my cherry cola on my favorite chocolate tree. Full espresso. Cafe LA. Imported from the Bayou, baby. Just to make my day. I like a brown babe. Makes me wanna eat. From the top of his head down to the soles of his skin. Did I mention everything in between? Now look at sugar daddy. Make a Sunday out of peanut butter. Brown babe. Every flavor. The richer the mixture. The more I can savor. Brown babe. German chocolate cake. Let me lick the bowl, put it in my oven to bake. More the fun to eat when the marshmallow drips from my lips to my feet. And the apple, sweet and sour, that's what's up. Take me to the candy shop, cause I can't get enough. Mrs. Tuesday, ask if Mrs. Fields around. I'm trying to catch a gingerbread man if he's in town. Like a brown bay. BlogTalkRadio.com. I'm your host, Darlene Lewis, and this is the Hear No Evil 
talk show where we will be presenting the one and only Butter by Kiba, created by Makiba Julian Lloyd, Harlem-born native New Yorker of Southern and Guyanese descent. She began her professional career as a real estate associate specializing in newly constructed condominium sales. However, after an educational tour through Egypt, she became inspired to learn about the art of perfumery and aromatherapy. Makiba pursued her curiosity in the natural perfumery and aromatherapy classrooms of the New York Open Center and the New York Institute of Aromatic Studies, where she has received her Level 1 certificate. She later honed her skills at Pratt Institute under world-renowned perfumer Raymond Mack. Makiba's most recent educational credit is a certification in ancient Egyptian scents where Egyptologist Dora Goldsmith dives into and translates over 1,000 references having to do with the fragrance from the manuscripts of the dynastic periods of the Old and New Kingdom. Miss Lloyd continues to grow her community of loyal customers organically while offering new products and fragrances. Butterby Kiba specializes in blending classic memorable memorable fragrances with a twist and infuses them in moisturizing body care formulas using all-natural plant-based ingredients. Visit ButterByKiba.com. You will be so satisfied. And let me tell you, she gave me a fingertip amount and I put it on my feet and let me tell you I had a shine that I haven't had since using baby oil back in the day so make sure you go to butterbykiba.com and we will be speaking with her later on in the show and we already have a caller calling from an 870 number welcome to hear no evil here at blogtalkradio.com Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hello? Caller, you're on the air. Well, I guess that individual is not aware that we are live. Uh, thank you for calling in, and uh, when you feel like chirping in, you surely can. But today, I, before we uh, speak about our guest, I want to talk about the ranked choice voting that occurred June 22nd. A lot of people are are talking about what happened at the polls for June 22nd primary election. They won't be casting their vote for one candidate per position, but instead they were able to pick multiple candidates in New York City. Now, ranked choice voting, which was approved by voters in 2019, took effect this year and will be used to elect the mayor, public advocate, Comptroller, city council, borough presidents, and members in the district attorney's primaries in Brooklyn and Manhattan. Ranked choice voting will not be used. Instead of just choosing their favorite candidate, voters will have the option 
of ranking up to five in order of preference. Now, this went kind of weird because some said that all of the uh, votes were counted, but they said that Eric Adams is in the lead. So we may want to just keep an eye out and to make sure that there's no funny business going on with the Board of Elections because we all know how tricky those elections can be. Um, city employees that are members of DC 37, there is a housing law update. Eviction relief extended to August 31st. John Bart, the MELS attorney in the housing unit of DC 37, says that on December 28, 2020, Governor Cuomo signed into law the COVID-19 Emergency Eviction and Foreclosure Prevention Act of 2020. The act states residential evictions proceedings until May 1st, 2021, where a tenant submits a completed hardship declaration. On May 4th, 2021, Governor Cuomo signed the bill presented to him by state lawmakers and extended the eviction moratorium to August 31st. Now, any tenant that previously served and filed uh, a hardship declaration declaration with the landlord and or the housing court will be protected under the extended moratorium. We have a caller calling in from an 870 uh, number. Thank you for calling in the show. You may want to turn your volume down because we're getting an echo. Caller, this is you're me. on the air. Hi, this is McCabe. Hi, McCabe. Welcome to blogtalkradio.com on the Hear No Evil show. How are you? Thank you for calling what- in. I, that was me the first time. I was listening in, and I didn't realize it was me. I'm like, is that me? You know, I'm calling from a number I, I normally don't use, so I couldn't remember the phone number, and then it dawned oh on me that that's God. me. <laughs> Listen, how, are, how you? are you? How are you doing? I'm well. I'm well. I am very well. I just am um, coming off of the holiday. I took yeah. a little quick trip, and so I'm back and added in my little uh, my little laboratory slash factory. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, getting ready for the rest of the summer. So let's start from the beginning. Um, so when we spoke, you mentioned earlier that you uh, you worked on the Obama campaign. You were into real estate. How did you go from being into politics to real estate to being a connoisseur of such great beauty products and health products? Well, I had been dabbling in creating my own skincare for a little while. Um, And I'm just trying to get the dates. So I got involved with volunteering for the Obama campaign in 2000, the end of 2007 leading into 2008. But I had already been to Egypt prior, and I had already started dabbling 
in um, creating my own skincare. Um, it was after I came back from this trip to Egypt, which is back in 2006, um, I realized I had to do something creative to get me out of my funk. You know, we, sometimes you go on vacation for a while, and then you come back, and it's kind of hard to get back into the groove of things. Um, and at the time, I was working on new, newly constructed projects that were pretty difficult and challenging to work on. Um, and so I needed something that I could kind of balance my senses with, something creative, and something that would help me at work. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I started taking courses. My mother was my mother who said, you know, you should really start if you want to really get into this, start taking some classes at the New York Open Center. Um, which I which I'm I'm realizing, I'm finding out, you know, found out last year is the oldest holistic healing center in the country. Um and they have a whole, you know, a plethora of courses that anyone could take if you're curious about um, you know, healing and yoga and you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So, so yeah, that's what started my journey. Um, my first class was aromatherapy for the skin um, because I struggled. I, I had always struggled with periodic breakouts, and so I wanted to figure out what essential oils could help calm that, and I learned about, um, you know, essential oils for the skin. And that kind of started my journey um, down creating products, and I, it just became a passion of mine that I would work on in the evenings after work and on the weekend, and I would come back to work with, you know, all my creations, and my coworkers loved them. And, and, and one particular coworker, um, Suzanne, Suzette, she, she, she uh, inspired me and, and encouraged me to, to, to sell the product. She was my first customer, paying customer. And, um, yeah, I just said, you know, okay. <laughs> you know, I, didn't, I wasn't attached to it, so it was kind of easy for me to put myself out there because it was just like this is something I do for my, for my pleasure. And so uh-huh. I, you know, took some took some savings and, you know, worked on packaging and that kind of thing. And um, and I never turned, yeah, never, I, I kept on with it. Even though I had a full-time career, I kept on, you know, was always committed to doing trunk shows and fair, street fairs and selling online. So, um, so yeah. So now, <laughs> did you find that when you started your product, that you came across some individuals that were apprehensive into dealing with um, natural products as opposed to going, like, to a a beauty supply store, getting products from name brand uh, uh, company? Not at all. Actually, you know, I always made sure I put myself in the environment where the uh, where the um, the consumer or the, you know, the guest of, of the space we're, we're looking for that. We're looking for my product. So I would do um, a setup at the farmers market in Brooklyn at the Fort Greene Farmers Market every Saturday morning. I would do my first street fair was on Christopher Street in the West Village, and so and I'm in New York. So you know, New Yorkers, you know, we like to have. We kind of lean towards, you know, the natural for some reason, even though we're in, you know what some would say a concrete city. Right. Because they're in this environment, I think we lean towards green and natural as much as possible because we live in a city that's, you know, smoggy and lots of pollution and busy Mm -hmm. and noisy. We lean towards that natural 
element, wanting to maintain that balance in our daily lifestyles. So I was always in an environment where people were looking for my product. I've never had an issue with someone, you know, uncertain. You know, I may have had one incident in a hospital. I used to do street, uh, I used to do set up in, in Mount Sinai Hospital um, during the holidays. We would raise money for uh, scholarships um, for um, students. Um, African-American students going to college. And there was mm-hmm. one situation where a woman, she, she just, I think she just wanted to have a reaction. She, she, she went and she tried, she put every single lotion on her hands at once. And she mm. started, you know, like scratching. I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm allergic. I said, well, you know, maybe, but you put on every single lotion. <laughs> and then you put on the roll-on. She put everything on her hands at once. You know, and I don't think anything, I don't think she had a reaction. I think it, it was more of a mental thing. But that was the only kind of, like, strange incident. I never had an issue with uh, yes. with now, anyone being apprehensive. Now, do you uh, plan on putting your products in um, beauty supply shops, or do you like dealing with the online vending? To be honest, I... I never had, um, you know, because my product is natural, because I make it fresh, we produce, you know, every other day. We don't keep anything on the shelves more than 30 days because it sells out. Um, And because it's a natural product, you know, it's just five plant-based ingredients. Um, and, and I like the direct-to-consumer relationship. I never had a desire to go retail. Um, oh, I know, okay. you know, for, yeah, it's not, it's never something that, and, and maybe I'll get there one day. Maybe there will be, um, you know, uh, an offer that makes total makes sense, sense that, you know, I can't turn back from. Um, but for me, you know, I didn't start this line because there was um, a void in the market, even though really there's not much. You know, I, I, I create with a perfumer's technique with the, from a perspective of, aroma, of aromatherapy. There, isn't really, there aren't really many products out there that do that, um, that also work well as a skin, you know, that have results for softening the skin um, that I've noticed. Um, that are as clean, but um, I, I yeah I didn't start out as this start out this this line as a money making you know let me void you know fill the void in the market so I can make lots of money. It was really just something of a self healing um, medium for me, a self healing practice for me, and still is. I really enjoy um, creating and you know all of that. Um, as I am kind of navigating which is the best direction to grow the brand organically so that mm-hmm. the brand is long-lasting. Um, yeah, maybe one day the right relationship, the right partnership, I'd be more than happy. I would be ecstatic to be on shelves. But it would have to be the right, you know, the right environment, the right relationship. Um, have you, um, right, have you, you considered know? that you are um, – on your way, if maybe you really don't understand the importance of it, but you're like, you're going to be like that, like how Carol's daughter was. And then yeah, she- you know, I I took her classes. She's so, um, you know, back way back, and I forget what year it was, but she was she used to take she used to uh, 
offer classes at the New York Open Center. And she was a huge inspiration in terms of learning how to brand myself um, and learning, you know, I think out of that class I learned to um, file my trademark. She had her at the time she was her attorney or someone she worked with. Yeah, from that class I learned a lot about branding myself. Um, and so she was a huge, huge inspiration um, in that regard. Um, I'm not, you know, she had already been on Oprah and had, you know, relationships with the celebrity, you know, mm-hmm. um, individuals that, um, you know, helped her mm-hmm. grow the business, grow the brand. You know, I'm right. not at that point yet. Um, I guess I'm just, I just want to make sure that I am um, taking the right steps um, and jumping on as many opportunities as I can um, as a founder, you know, as an organic brand mm-hmm. um, before I partner with, let's say, a huge investor or, you know, a huge retailer. You know, I want to so- make sure all my ducks in the row, I want to make sure that my formulas. Um, are being produced correctly out of, you know, contract manufacturer and all of that. Um, But I don't, yeah, I don't, you know, I I welcome all of the lessons, you know, and she's a huge um, inspiration to this day. And to have a brand that is, you know, as huge as hers, you know, I looked at some, um, some, 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 uh, statistics, and she's at the, the Carol's daughter is at the top of the list in terms of distribution and sales, um, and that's amazing. You well, know. you know, L'Oreal uh, bought her out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So that's, I mean, when you can partner with a company like L'Oreal for yeah. longevity, you know, I think that is, um, you know, a beauty company's dream. You know. So now, so now. The inspiration, uh, I, I, I went on your site, and um, we're showing all of the products, you know, in the um, intro of the show and throughout the show. And the, uh, the ointment that you let me try, tell me about that. Tell me what inspired that. And Because I, I think you went to the, a garden and you got – some of the uh, plants, and then you made. Oh it yeah, that was my experimentation. Yeah, so so what so what you what I pulled out of my little bag, <laughs> and I still gotta get you. We've gotta connect. Yeah, I need that. I need product. that in my life. I need <laughs> that truth. in my life. Yeah. I'm talking about it, and like everywhere I go, I talk about it. And so people are saying, oh, why don't you just do the commercial? What? Damn. I'm like, you yeah. guys Yeah, before and after. I would love yes. to do before and after with you. Um, so so my, the fragrances that I created, I created the blend. So I had already um, worked on a formula that I was inspired by another um, natural chemist um, who made a body butter, and it was gifted to me. This was a holistic chemist, and mm-hmm. I learned a lot from him, and I could not find him. And I said, well, I wonder if I can recreate this. And after trial and error over a year's period, you know, taking a lot of, out of a lot of things, I said, I really want to just simplify this and just have a few ingredients, figuring out what percentages to use. After mm-hmm. I figured that out, I said, oh, wow, this really makes a nice body butter. Um, mm-hmm. It was 
after taking, you know, the courses that I realized I had a knack for creating perfume, and I said, wow, I wonder if I, instead of doing traditional perfume, if I can, you know, um, merge these two, um, you know, create different fragrances, um, different notes, and, and, and work them into with the right, you know, of course, percentage so that, you know, it's not too much, but it's not, it's enough to last. Yeah. Um, I can create a fragrant body butter, kind of like um, like a solid perfume, you know, mm-hmm. but something that you can put all over the body that's a little bit more um, a smooth, you know. Um, so, the, so the fragrance that I gave you, I actually was inspired to create that by my my a former broker, a f- my former president of the company that I used to work for. <laughs> uh-huh. He would be the first one in the office, and he wore something that was very citrusy um, and, and aquatic. It kind of had a, a sharp, um, crisp um, finish to it, mm-hmm. and I. When I when I created Citrus, that was Citrus that I that you had. I, I had him in mind. I'm like, oh, this is something that yeah. I said this mm-hmm. is something that he would wear. I think, and and I get why he wears this because it it must wake him up because he would be in the office mm-hmm. at seven a.m. Um, but he was also responsible for drawing out, uh, going over the architect's drawings to make mm-hmm. changes according to what he felt um, our, our customers, our buyers would need in their daily living, you know. Mm-hmm. So he would be up, you know, we would come in and he'd have all of the floor plans out and you would smell his cologne. I was like, so that's what inspired me. <laughs> I don't think I ever, so actually I did tell him. I did that's tell amazing. him that. I was like, yeah, I, I made a fragrance for you. <laughs> wow. He liked it too. Yeah, yeah, oh, so that's what inspired me to create that fragrance. What's that? Yeah. So let me ask you something. So you use natural products. Uh, I use create... natural ingredients. I use essential oils, but I also use fragrance. But I use phthalate-free fragrance. You know, I don't shy away from fragrance because, in re- re- realistically, people that are looking to wear fragrance, you got to use fragrance. Um, you know, I do have some blends that are all essential oils, but it's very tricky to produce without without it having to make a really expensive product. You know, it would have to be super expensive, you know, just to use all organic essential oils. They're quite expensive, and to create products in bulk and and still maintain affordability is almost impossible these days. Um, But um, I do do use um, fragrance, but it's all phthalate-free, and a lot of my blends are natural blends, so they are naturally derived from essential oils, but just blended to smell a certain way. You know. Now, um, did you have to go through any governmental agencies to to promote this product, or you were able to bypass? No. Well, I'm a hand I'm a handmade um, line still. Okay. Um, I haven't reached the dollar amount where I'm being regulated. Um, aromatherapy isn't, yeah, aromatherapy, well, and and I don't know if that matters, aromatherapy isn't regulated by the FDA because we're using natural products. And thank goodness there are um, lobbyists, um, some of them who who are distributors of of plant-based ingredients that lobby um, to protect handcrafters. And so, you know, I go through an FDA-approved facility to produce in okay. mass 
So once I get okay. to a certain amount, I go th- mm-hmm. I go through them. You know, I would go through them to produce. Um, and that's what actually I'm in, in the planning phase, still in the planning phase to roll out. You know, however many thousands of units through them. But once you're when you're producing small batch, no, I'm not mm-hmm. regulated. We're not and, regulated. And um, can your products be used for infants, or should it just be used on adults? Well, I mean, I don't produce incense. My oils are very potent. Um, no, no, some no, of I my... said, no, no, no. I don't think you heard me. I said, can your products be used on infants, like babies? Oh, yeah. You know, I it, I always, I don't promote that, um, um, you know, my because the line, I, I promote my line as a fragrance line. Some people may okay. feel a certain way about giving children. But I do have um, certain blends that work well for pregnant moms and infants. I do mm. have customers who use, like, my Precious Sudan blend on their infant, um, you know, grandchildren. And mm. it's perfectly fine. Um, and I have an almost incentive blend that um, is used on children. I'm, I'm almost certain every all of my customers who say I, I start out getting one jar and then all my children come and put their grubby fingers in my jar so I have to get another one. So I am almost certain that there are some young children and some infants wearing Butter by Kaba because that's what I hear from my customers, and, uh, and they love it. It's, again, it's still a very clean fragrance, I mean very mm-hmm. clean, uh, clean product. It's just five ingredients um, and then the um, essential oil and fragrant blend. Um, and I have a blend that works. I have a lavender blend that will, you know, work great for for babies. Um, the Almost Scented, which is a, um, a, a rose and lemon and basil blend that will work great for infants. I'm actually working on a, a new um, commercial now um, with a pregnant mom who's going to be promoting uh, the product and uh, demonstrating how she uses it on her belly. I have, you know, customers who are pregnant who use body butter on their bellies, you know, just to keep, mm-hmm. uh, keep from getting stretch marks. Stretch marks, so, yeah. So, yeah, it can, yeah, it can be. It can be. There's certain blends I, I, you know, I recommend, you know, for children, you know, nothing too too fragrant. But, again, my the product is not uh, a heavily um, perfumey kind of um, uh, uh, formula. It's, you know, we use as clean as possible in, in the fragrance, and we use a certain the percentage that is um, within guidelines, fragrance guidelines. Um, but I think our technique and how we produce um, and how we blend um, is what, when it hits the skin, is what creates this magic where the fragrance lasts a little bit long, longer, particularly um, you know, in humid weather, if you're sweating, the fragrance comes out a bit more. Um, so it just so works. Let, it, it, let, yeah. let me ask you a question. Um, in regards to um, the products for women, talk to us about the products for men. So the product for men, the women and the product for men are not that different. They're all the, we don't change our formula, you know, our formula is the same. It's just that the certain blends work, may work uh, well, work better, not work better, but men are, are, are drawn to, you know, that are more masculine. But they work well for women too. 
So, like, the Precious Sudan, men and women love that, but men really, you know, lean toward it because it's, it smells masculine. It's frankincense. It's cinnamon. It's sandalwood. Mm. All of the, you know, deeper um, notes that, a ma- that you would find in a male, um, mm-hmm. a male fragrance. Now, do you have products that are hyperallergenic so that individuals that have sensitive skin can use it? You know, I would, I tend to, um, you know, I don't, the product, the, the ingredients we use are, high, are hyperallergenic, are base products, but mm-hmm. there are some things that someone who's allergic to may be allergic to, and, and they're natural. So okay. I always say that, you know, I don't know, you know, our, our we don't use chemicals and phthalates and sulfates and on all of that stuff. Um, but it, you know, we don't make claims to be hyperallergenic because someone may be allergic to grapefruit uh, essential oil, very small, or someone may be allergic to let's um, lavender. Uh, lavender. You yeah. know, um, yeah. and so um, you know, you don't know. Someone needs to know what can only try and see, you know, um, and, and but also know what they're what they tend to be adverse to. So I don't we don't like to make claims that we're high, even though we are probably the more hypoallergenic than some hyperallergenic products out there that claim to be. But mm-hmm. we've never had an issue with um, a customer um, being allergic or having a reaction because we use a very clean. Um, formula we we have never had an issue with that so what's your demographic um we tend to lean towards uh, the mature crowd um and that's just because um our marketing in the beginning um kind of leaned towards you know those in the you know 30s spanning up to the 60s our core market is 40 to 65. Okay. And we, but we're multi generational. So that uh-huh. customer has children and grandchildren. And as I mentioned to you, and they buy two, three, four, five, six jars at a time, not just for themselves, but for the family. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, you know, it's so interesting. I did a, um, I was on a, a, a list for, you know, black business, black skincare businesses to support black cosmetic businesses to support for Essence last year. It was a really great um, opportunity. And the Mm -hmm. editor um, that reached out to me or put me on the list said, I asked her, how did you find out about the product? She said, my mother told me about you. (laughs) Wow. You know, so, and she's in her 20s or early 30s. And so our core customer is in their, is a a mature, you know, um, individual with children but then, you know, they're the, they're, the, they're the ones paying, you know, paying the bills if they still have kids at home or if, you know, a lot of my customers buy the product for their daughters who are in college or who are just starting out new, you know, like they're always, I always get my customers, oh, I'm, I'm buying my daughter the, the gift duo for Christmas. And so um, we lean towards that, 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 that 40 plus, um, okay. but we, we gain new customers because those customers have kids and nieces and nephews that use the, you know, that they share the product with. Mm-hmm. 
And do you find that <clears throat> that uh, your products appeal to a multiracial population? You know, over you know, over the last couple of years, um, we've we've noticed that our demographic sh- it was shifting. In the beginning, you know, I was pretty, you know, I the, the whole idea of making this product was so I could relieve my dry skin and, and appearance of ash, which is mm. something people of color um, primarily um, deal with is ash. Mm-hmm. And, as you know, as young children, that was, you know, your mother always says, put something on your ashy legs before we go out mm-hmm. and leave this house. That's what my mother always yeah. told me. And <laughs> so I made this product with, with people of color in mind um, mm. primarily, and that's who I focused on. But after the George Floyd incident and the huge um, outpouring of support from um, the country in support of black businesses, I gained mm-hmm. a whole new demographic. I, pe- you know, we found that women and men, but primarily women, um, who weren't black or who weren't people of color, who were Caucasian or not even just not Caucasian, but just not black, were reaching mm-hmm. out support black-owned businesses intentionally, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and we welcome that. Um, and so yeah. I have my customer, and, and now that I'm, you know, I'm on Amazon and we're advertising more and, you know, we have such great reviews and, and engagement from our customers, that it doesn't really matter. I think when people are realizing, <laughs> and I always say that everyone should be protecting their skin with an oil-based yeah. product. And if you're not using it every day, at least every other day, a few times a week, because we're we live in a harsh environment. The sun is harsh, mm-hmm. the environment is harsh, the water is hard in certain states. If you're in New York, the hot water is really hard because they put lots mm-hmm. of chlorine in it. And yeah. so you should be using oil-based product. Um, and you know, me and my friends always joke. You know, they say black don't crack, and I say, yeah, that may be true, but also we we were raised to use oil-based products. And so when you're using oil-based products all your life, your skin is more uh, holds more elasticity, mm-hmm. you know, and you're you're less prone to scratches and scrapes and wrinkling and you know and all of that because you keep your skin well moisturized. And so I think mm-hmm. now um, the the industry is realizing it. Now we have everyone's got a face oil and a body mm-hmm. oil, and everyone everyone's lathering. I think I read somewhere that Martha Stewart um, puts. Uh, I, I forget what they call it, but she puts Vaseline all over. She's been putting Vaseline all over her face for years. And that's how she keeps her skin smooth. Interesting. I don't suggest putting petroleum jelly on your skin because it's petroleum, but, you know, I, we, I, I, I was raised on, we were all raised on petroleum jelly. <laughs> Um, I was raised on petroleum gel, so my so my whole thing is I want to I, I you know I would love for but I love the idea that our our customers are I'm sure they're still using Vaseline, but they keep a jar of butter by Cava next to the Vaseline for you know okay well I'm going out to work I need to smell good you know so let me and some mix with the Vaseline you know whatever you feel they do but I you know personally I have grown past using Vaseline. Um, just because the, the the chemical, you know, it's you know what what you put on your skin goes into your bloodstream. So now, what um, do you have products for hair and for women for hair? Yeah, I, we have our line is head to toe. 
while a uh-huh. lot of our um, customers who have natural hair have expressed that they, you know, they, they run the butter straight through on through from head to toe, we do have a mm-hmm. hair serum um, that I created, um, again, with the assistance and inspiration from the same chemist, holistic chemist, mm-hmm. um, that is, uh, promotes elasticity for the hair strand um, with an active ingredient ingredient in it called carnauba. And, um, and what is carnauba tree? It's a it's a it's a wax from the rubber tree. Uh huh. And it um and the and when blended you know within the right formula it helps um, elasticity to the hair follicle. Mm-hmm. Is that grown so, in Asia? Where is that grown? Um, it's grown in Central America. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So you have so, to travel to get your product. Like no, a- I, w- I work with lo- I work I try and stay as local as possible. I, I work with local distributors. Um, we are going to be partnering partnering with a co-op in Ghana. Um, well, uh, yeah, someone who a, a friend of mine who is from Kenya who has access to shea butter. So we'll be partnering with him um, for our shea butter. But um, most of our ingredients um, is grown in Mexico um, Mm. and the United States, um, Israel, and and Ghana, our our shea butters. So So now, how's that been, like, getting product, you know, during a pandemic? uh, How does that, is there certain uh, limitations to what you can import? Well, I, we haven't had any problem. The, the most is just the weight because the demand is so high. Uh-huh. You know, demand is very high for, um, for skin care, um, particularly du- during the pandemic, after the pandemic. People are, are, are home more. People are paying more attention to their skin. People are trying mm-hmm. to be safe, so they're taking more showers. They're washing more hands, so that means moisturizing more Mm -hmm. but um i haven't we haven't you know we've had some issues where we had to wait for certain things but Mm -hmm. for the most part um ingredients have been pretty accessible so the ointment that you had given me um it had a lemon smell to it Mm -hmm. that's a lemon verbenia is that the plant that did you use the plant? No, I didn't. So the, 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 what, what I picked from the garden was called lemon balm. Uh-huh. And so I picked that to distill, to create, you know, floral water, uh, I mean, hydrosol water and, you know, some oil. It's very, it, it's very, I would have to have acres upon acres upon acres of land to distill mm. my own oils, which I hope to do one day um, on my fam- on our family farm. Perhaps mm-hmm. we're working through those details, but we haven't we haven't gotten to the point. I haven't gotten to the point where I'm producing my own essential oils. Um, I would mm-hmm. need thousands of acres, <laughs> thousands, thousands of acres. Um, I'm curious to see what we can do with the farm we have, but yeah, you need lots of acreage, lots mm. of plant material to produce. Uh, essential oils in bulk. What I took was such a small, but only it would only render a small little, you know, few milliliters. You know, even though I took a huge garbage bag full of leaves, 
Um, mm-hmm. It would it would it wouldn't render enough to create um, uh, inventory to sell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I definitely need to order um, what you got me. Um, I didn't know the name of it. Six Truth. Um, that 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 fragrance is called Six Truth. It's a it's a lemon verbena blend with grapefruit and sweet orange um, and some other notes. Um, that we include to to for it to be green, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And they come so, in the small, and they come in those small containers. That um, you well, that was that's something I keep in my purse. Oh. Um, our smallest size is four ounce. Okay. I think what I pulled out was a little tiny, like half an ounce jar. Oh, that I keep okay, in my because that four yeah, ounce is just yeah. enough to take on a plane. Four ounce, and it comes. We also do the tub, which is twelve ounces, uh-huh. and that's the family size. Um, and most most of our customers purchase the twelve ounce because they realize that they like it, they want to use it, and someone in the household always tries to, to grab, you know, yeah. dig in. So, I, so. <laughs> I can see that. Not, uh, I would have to hide that. That's what you know. It's so funny. It's so here funny to hear the stories from people that said they say they have to hide this stuff, or they tell their kids go 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 to Hunt Twenty Fifth Street and get some of that other that five, the five dollar stuff. Don't don't touch my butter by cable. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you know it's, it's so sad. Weird. It's sad that you cannot find. Listen, the last thing that I remember that uh, had my feet. And skin looking like that was cherry lotion. Now you oh, know careful. cherry lotion. I haven't seen that in years. I don't know if they're still around. Yeah, we used to use cherry lotion as well. It was that was the yeah. expensive good lotion. That was yeah. the good lotion. Cherry was not cheap back in the day, so that was the good no, lotion. I had an oil base. Yes. Again, it was an oil. That was an oil-based lotion, and the reason why it was so successful is because it was oil-based and it worked. It worked for dry skin and to to, mm-hmm. to get you through the day and to relieve the ash. So and yeah, I, I mean, we. I love I love that ointment. Let me tell you, um, when you gave me that, I had taken a shower like about an hour after. And do you know my feet? Still had a shine to it after yeah. I got out the club. Yes, I do. I I have I have witnessed where I've had uh, people. You know, I've gone um to business events and you shared a product with, you know, guests of the event and they come down and I said, "Ooh, your legs are shiny. You put on the bus." She said, "No, this is from yesterday." <laughs> so yeah, it does work. That's the that's the that that is the power of using quality ingredients. And the formula and putting the right ingredients together. Um, you know, we use um, a flower wax in small amounts that um, mm-hmm. helps with the oils. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is what makes the skin absorb the oils and it lasts, you know, gives it that sheen. So, yeah, so that's the power of using, um, you know, quality plant-based ingredients is that, you you can skip a day. So yeah. now, um, are you planning on having any workshops, uh, or what's your next step with your product? 
Well, I have. We have an event tomorrow. We're doing a pop up for all of your listeners that are in um, Upper Manhattan or in Manhattan and want to come uptown. We're doing a brunch and uh, brunch and shop at Room um, Forty Nine Ninety Six, which is on Broadway and Isham between Two Eleventh and Two Twelfth Street, Four Nine Nine Six Broadway. Um, mm-hmm. We're doing a brunch and shop in collaboration with Global Pop-Ups. And mm-hmm. so that's tomorrow and Sunday from 1 to 6. Okay. Um, we'll be out there with our fragrances. We probably won't have too many butters because we're outdoors, and, you know, once the weather hits 100 degrees, the, the butters start matter. to soften. Yeah. But we will have a few items on ice, and we will have our roll-on oils and our body lotions and our, and our eau de perfume and things of that nature. Um, and then my next workshop is with MasterCard. We recently did a MasterCard um, priceless experience um, oh. back in May. We did that. Um, it's an exclusive offer for MasterCard holders only, um, mm-hmm. and I think we offer 15 seats. And so they asked me to do another one in September. So that's our next workshop. Um, and that will um, be available through MasterCard. You can keep an eye out. If you're a MasterCard user, um, you can create an account and get on their email list or just get on their mm-hmm. email list. They'll send you uh, for their priceless events. They have priceless events all over the country. They'll send mm-hmm. you uh, an email and let you know. But that's our next workshop. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, first so, of all, I'm, I'm definitely when we when we are finished with this broadcast, I will be ordering now that I know the name of the product that I love. But I saw a lot of interesting um, uh, products on your site, and I was like, okay, this is really good. I I love it. I can almost taste and smell it just by the the description. Um, it's like the way it's described. It's it's you can literally smell it. Thank imagery, you. I'm happy. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's you know writing. I, I write all the descriptions from the perfumer's perspective, uh-huh. um, and so I just really just share the experience of how I created the the, the fragrance, and I think that's what pe- people appreciate that you know just learning mm-hmm. and reading about the inspiration to the fragrance. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of my fragrances are pretty classic. Um, mm-hmm. And there are some that, you know, are, are, are a bit, bit different, a little off, you know, the beaten path. But most are pretty classic, um, but come, are from my perspective, mm-hmm. um, from my, you know, experience, you know, creating in the classrooms and that. So, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, I will be ordering that, and um, I find that when uh, you smell good and uh, you think better, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Oh, when yeah. Fragrance, mm-hmm. it's, it's therapeutic. It's very therapeutic. The nose is the first, is our most um, primal sense, and it's very mm-hmm. powerful. Um, the, the limbic system sits right uh in front of the pineal gland, um, mm-hmm. and it's extremely powerful. I believe I believe it's multidimensional, and um, it, it you know it can you can smell something. It takes you to another place. 
mm-hmm. you know, a memory, a feeling. And that's the experience yeah. I had in Egypt is I, you know, I I came upon a, a, a um, just an experience where I was just, I could smell, you know, the scentscapes of Egypt. You know, there uh, this mm. class I just took with um, Egyptologist Dora Goldsmith, she teaches about scentscapes and Uh the scent of a place uh, and the power in that. And a a lot of the ancient um, ruins and places still have a scentscape. You can still smell, you know, Hmm. um, some of the scents that are thousands of years old. So if you really kind of, you know, tune in, you know, and, and close your eyes and sit in silence and in and, and an and almost meditative state, you can kind of pull some of those elements, those fragrant elements. And so that I had that experience in Egypt, which is which kind of, I think, kind of spearheaded my curiosity because mm. I, I couldn't quite understand it. So, um, and, and, and that curiosity is still happening because as, as, as I continue my education, just to learn more about that, about this, the, the power of scent mm-hmm. and smell. So, it's yeah, it's very therapeutic. It's, a, it's an art form. It's a science, and you've mastered it. And I want to thank you. Uh, thank you. For, for uh, explaining um, in detail um, the purpose of your company, the product. And once again, uh, we have you uh, appearing tomorrow. But you, any of the listeners can go to Butterby. Yeah, butterbykaba.com, B-U-T-T-E-R-B-Y-K-E-B-A, butterbykaba.com. If they want to learn about the product, they can. Um, if they want to try out the product, we have sample pouches where they can choose among, you know, uh, ten different blends. Um, up, They can choose, you know, a pouch of six fragrances that they think would they'd be most curious about and try out the product. Um, and they can sign up for 15% off of their first purchase, um, and then they'll get updates on all of our events and, and, and also all of our promotions. Very good. Well, first of all, I'll be one of those people signing up. <laughs> but anyway, I want to thank you so much for coming on here, no, he, Evil, here at blogtalkradio.com. And uh, I look forward to uh, my citrus. Is that the name of it? Um, yes, I'm getting it ready now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you, callers. Listen, we'll be right back. I'm so glad you gave 
welcome back to Hear No Evil here at blogtalkradio.com. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to blogtalkradio.com slash hear no evil. Also, you can reach out to us at literaryladiesbooktour.com to find out about events. My next book signing is July 17th at 156th Street and Amsterdam Avenue in New York City at Sisters Bookstore. Before we go, I'd like to dedicate this poem to all of the women kissed by the sun, which was influenced by the theme of tonight, Butter by Kava. Women Kissed by the Sun was written by Darlene Lewis Moi, and it's from the Harlem Poet Book of Poems that you can get at literaryladiesbooktour.com or at uh, amazon.com or lulu.com. And Women Kissed by the Sun. Melanin is the gift from the earth. And we shall praise our abundance of it. A gift molded by the earth, softly nestled like gardenias, blooming within me. A child now faced with foes, stuck on my derriere, sweetly intermingling in despair, creating life in hues, like a beam of life's light leaving petals that lace the earth as I leave silent traces of my being. Mother of the world, a woman kissed by the sun, voluptuous even in darkness. Blinding hearts learn and lean on me. I carry the meek and the strong. Go on and try to dictate my moves and commercially fail to capture my essence ultra-stigmatic array of inner creativity. You are too busy trying to be me and not see me. Woman kissed by the sun, feel the rhythm of my drum. Run away as you attempt to sway my king with your song, but he is as whole and as strong as I and still no match for me because I am free. To be kissed by the sun.
Thank you for tuning in to Hear No Evil here at blogtalkradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor for the show, please email Darlene Renee Lewis at yahoo.com or you can go to literaryladiesbookstore.com. Call us at 646 548 9501. Thank you. 